Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Again, our next guest joining us on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. They are truly steps beyond convenient. Jeffrey Chidea is an NFL Network reporter, and you can read his work, including his recent article on Adam Gase and the Dolphins at NFL.com. Jeffrey, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. No problem. Uh, thank you, guys. The earth, wind, and fire as well. Yeah. Always good to go back in time. Here's some uh, R&D. Uh, going back in time and going forward to this weekend uh, for this festival we got down here, so hopefully people will enjoy it out here on Fort Lauderdale Beach. Um, we want to bring you on because you just wrote about Adam Gase and the Dolphins, and I'm just always curious uh, when it comes to national reporters. You know, we get caught in the fog down here a little bit. You, you get, you know, sort of following a particular story, and, you know, the Dolphins are obviously interesting in Miami. I wonder how seriously people nationally are taking them, the national media in particular. Um, you just wrote about them. What, what do you find interesting? Well, the head coach, for one, um, you know, I spent some time with, Stephen Ross before the game, and I was down there um, for a separate project that uh, involved Mr. Ross. So we were talking. We both went to Michigan about Jim Harbaugh, and he's just like, I got a young Jim Harbaugh here. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I mean, you guys are doing well, and, you know, it's, I'm sure it's exciting, but, but that's pretty heavy praise given that Jim Harbaugh's had a pretty strong career so far. And uh, But he just kept going on and on about Adam Gase. And, you know, as I watched that game play out, granted they're playing the 49ers, I started thinking about what he was saying and where this team had gone, where they'd come from, the one and four start. And I know that they haven't beaten uh, more than two teams with a winning record, but right now you look at the AFC, a lot of teams have flaws right now. Um, you look at um, the way Ryan Tannehill's played, you look at the way this team rebounded, as I said, from that one and four start, and you start to think, you know, maybe Adam Gase really is as good as Stephen Ross is saying. That's what intrigues me about this team right now. Well, you know, I asked uh, Coach Gase and several players when they thought that the team that was 1-4 and four was turning into the team that it would become, the team that they are right now. And everybody to a man said it was coming off a loss, ironically. It was coming after the loss to Tennessee, which was an upset, uh, and practicing for Pittsburgh. Now, one, the offensive line became healthy and played together for the first time. But two, they felt that it changed, uh, that practice was you know better and, and more intense. And I'll say the one difference, Jeffrey, between Jim Harbaugh, and those are lofty goals that Stephen Ross has for, for uh, Adam Gase, but the one difference between Jim Harbaugh and Adam Gase is I don't think Adam Gase's players are going to be burned out by him. I think Jim Harbaugh is in the perfect situation yeah. right now because I think there's a shelf life with how long players can deal with Harbaugh. I don't think that's the case for Adam Gase. No, I think you're right about that. And, and being a Michigan guy and being around the 49ers back when Harbaugh was there, that, that's very true. He could wear on you pretty quickly. Um, I'll take you back to last year when it comes to turning around, uh, you know, bad starts. And the Chiefs did it when they were 1-5 last year. Mm -hmm. And the Texans did it when they were 2-5 and five last year and got blasted by the Dolphins down that way. Um, and really, the Chiefs did it because Andy Reid's a really good coach and they've got a lot of talent. They've got a lot of veterans. The Texans did it because they got J.J. Watt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he just went started going off on people. 
Um, what's what makes me, what makes this team interesting is that they don't have either one of those things right now. You know, Adam Gates is a, is a, is a first year coach. They don't have, you know, and Dominican Sue. Yeah, he's a really good player. Cameron Wake's a really good player. Um, they're not JJ Watt. Um, and, and so, I, it, to me, it's like you start looking at this team and thinking they really had to galvanize. And usually, when teams that young or that inexperienced and that used to not winning get to that place in a the season, they cave. And, and so again, like, you know, I give credit to him and I think you're right. He has a level of exuberance to him, a level of enthusiasm that is certainly, um, that gets, that gets people to rally around him. And he, it worked with, with Jay Cutler. Peyton Manning spoke highly of him in Denver. And, and I have to say right now, what I've seen in Miami so far has been impressive. Adam Gase is spending, you know, he calls the plays. He's got an offensive coordinator in Clyde Christensen, but he himself is calling the plays. And he lets the defense largely uh, along with Vance Joseph. But now Gase is in charge of the 53-man roster. I wonder what Gase could do. They've won six in a row, and yet they have a, 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 a dumpster fire of a rush defense, 30th in the league. You wonder if <laughs> with, through one more offseason, if they had a good rush defense, just how good this team could be. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of things um, you, you could see uh, changing. You could see them being a lot better if things improve in certain areas. And I keep saying it, but – I really believe they're winning because they believe in the message. They have a focus. Um, a lot of these things are overstated in sports, and they become very cliche. But just having faith is a is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've seen a lot of teams in this league that don't have that, and and you, and you see where they wind up. Um, you know, it's look. It, this team has never had a winning record since Ryan Tannehill's been the head co- been the quarterback there. Um, his play has never been as good as it's been over the last five or six games that they've been winning here. Um, that's not by accident. I think a lot of it has to do with what, what um, Adam Gase has been doing. Talking to uh, Jeffrey Judea here from NFL Network, and you can follow his work on NFL.com. Um, Jeffrey, wanted to, you mentioned a lot of teams in the AFC are flawed, and it, it does seem that way in part because some teams we thought were going to be pretty good are not. Uh, you know, the Bengals, you know, free fall this year. Uh, we got two divisions that you know teams are leading at six and five right now. Uh, but I was curious, what do you make of the Raiders? Because uh, th- I, that uh, I mean that story. I mean everybody thought that they would be better this year. I don't know about nine and two better, particularly when the defense has not taken a big jump. Yeah, yeah, and and, and they spent a lot of money to try to improve that defense, bringing in Bruce Irvin and Sean Smith at cornerback. And Sean Smith has really been a disaster, but. You know, Derek Carr is, is played like an MVP candidate. They got a lot of firepower on offense. I think it goes back to what I just said about the Dolphins in terms of faith. I think you you look at the first game they played against New Orleans, and you know uh, their head coach Jack Del Rio is going for a two point conversion at the end of that game to win it after coming back and playing a roller coaster game. I think that let them know we're we're, we're trying to win and we're trying to change the culture here. And those young guys that bought into it there, I, I think right now. If you had asked me who could really challenge New England, I was at the Raiders a couple weeks ago. The way that Derek Carr, Carr has been hurt with his pinky injury, I'm not so certain about that right now. But uh, I think that the, the, the two best teams in the AFC right now, and I think three of the best teams in the AFC are in the AFC West right now. And, and you're right. You start looking around just the whole AFC, even with New England. It's just like the way they've been beating up on offense with Gronkowski being banged up um, and the fact that Bill Belichick got rid of Chandler Jones 
and got rid of Jamie Collins, and that defense is really suspect. I just think this, the AFC is more wide open than it's ever been. Jeffrey, explain something to me. There are a lot of New Yorkers down here, a lot of Jets fans down here. Todd Bowles, <laughs> I would think, he's only in his second year there. I would think he still has job security, but they're 3-8. and eight. Why the hell are they still starting Ryan Fitzpatrick when you've got Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg there? Why not see what you've got? There's nothing to be gained, in my opinion, by going forward with Ryan Fitzpatrick starting under center. Well, that's a great question, and it would not surprise me if they made that move at some point because you just start looking towards the future. I, I've wondered aloud if um, Tony Romo is not mm-hmm. playing in Dallas next year, which is a very good possibility that they don't make a move on him. Can't see them uh, making a trade given the contract Tony Romo has and the fact that he'll be you know, looking to go elsewhere. But if he's free, um, yeah, I mean, you got to get him in on your team because right now, um, that team should be better than what they are. And I, I kind of suspect that and people kind of poo it around where I live that the fact that it took so long to get Fitzpatrick under contract, all this stuff lingered for so long that I think that was a big factor in where they ended up. I think they have too many distractions and not enough focus and, uh, and, and injuries that hurt them as well. But um, they need to start looking towards the future. Uh, the other team in New York, we're talking to Jeffrey Chadia. Here again, you can follow him at NFL Network and at NFL.com. The other team in New York, uh, the Giants, is on a pretty good run, too. Uh, I feel like that that nobody's taking them that seriously because there's so much talk about the Cowboys. Uh, is there any team in the NFC other than Dallas or Seattle that you think can make a, a legitimate push uh, You know, uh, in, in the postseason? Is, are the Giants that team, maybe? I think they have to be right now. Um, I can't see anybody in the, in the NFC North doing that unless Green Bay just has a miraculous turnaround, but I don't see that happening the way their defense has been with Eddie Lacy being gone. And, um, I don't see Atlanta doing it because they have defensive issues. Personally, I think that a C- the Seattle team that was playing against New England, against Philadelphia and Buffalo shows up, and not the team that played against Tampa Bay last week. I think that team can beat Dallas in Dallas or in Seattle. It'll probably end up being Dallas now. But, yeah, I think those, those are the two best teams. And the Giants, look, it's – They've made some big moves in the offseason that have paid off. Landon Collins is playing like the defensive player of the year. Uh, Odell Beckham is a star. Glenn Manning has won Super Bowl. So they have a lot of things you like. I don't know if I trust them that much, but I have to respect the record in the same way I respect Miami's record. Uh, at some point, it's really not about style points. It's about where you sit. And right now, at 8-3, they're in a pretty good place. All right, check out the article. Adam Gaze getting the most out of Ryan Tannehill and uh, the Miami Dolphins. You can find it on NFL.com. Jeffrey, thanks for taking the time. No problem. Thank you, guys. All right. Have a great night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.